Welcome to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, presented by Living Stream Ministry. These life studies explore every book in the Bible from the perspective of the believer's enjoyment and experience of God's divine life in Christ through the Holy Spirit. These messages unveil how the scriptures can be living and more than mere doctrine to man. Today, we bring you recorded excerpts of Witness Lee's original speaking, along with some of our own comments and thoughts. If you have questions, please send email to radio at lsm.org. Now, let's join today's program. The spiritual application of the mysterious vision in Ezekiel chapter 1 of the four living creatures is marvelous on many levels. First, it portrays Christ in various aspects. But more than just revealing aspects of Christ in this vision, we can see ourselves in God's economy and how the various aspects of Christ become the genuine aspects of our experience of Him. Ultimately, God's purpose and His move on earth are revealed in this vision. A vital key in our entering into God's move is revealed in Ezekiel, and it's the matter of the coordination typified by these four living creatures. Bob Danker is with us again today. And Bob, this vision of the four living creatures is one of the great and important mysteries in the Bible. Yet, as we've seen in some of the previous programs, it's so vivid and the spiritual application touches many crucial points, doesn't it? Yes, Chris. There are many important points in this mysterious vision that Ezekiel saw. The first part of this vision shows the spiritual experience of God that every normal Christian should have. This includes our experience of God as the wind blowing on us from the north. This symbolizes God himself blowing on us like a mighty wind, bringing a spiritual storm into our life and causing us to have a turn. This is followed by the cloud, which symbolizes God as the Spirit remaining with us and covering us to care for us and show us his favor. Following the cloud, we have the fire, which is God as the holy fire burning in us to purify us, to sanctify us, and to enlighten us. The result of our experience of God as the wind, the cloud, and the fire is the glowing electrum, which is a mixture of gold and silver. This signifies the redeeming God, who works himself, that is, constitutes himself into our being to make us his radiant, glowing expression. Out of this kind of experience, we become the living creatures. This is what God wants to produce in us through our experience of him. As we will see in our program today, the coordination of these living creatures portrays the kind of coordination that we as members of the body of Christ should have for God's expression, for God's move, and for God's administration on earth. Bob, I think this is our third program now on this particular aspect of the vision of the four living creatures in chapter 1. So maybe just to review for the sake of those who haven't been with us the previous two, what comes out of the first phase of this vision is this wind and the cloud of fire and ultimately the mysterious glowing called the electrum. And collectively, this is an aggregate creature called the four living creatures. And I say aggregate because these four are four, but yet they are one. 
and they're joined in a kind of a square formation. You get a mental picture, I think, of four individuals who are standing shoulder to shoulder to shoulder in a square with their faces all pointing out and their backs toward one another. And this is a visual of the four living creatures in a very simple way. Yet now as we've gotten into some of the details, they each have four faces. And each of these faces match an aspect of Christ portrayed in one of the four Gospels in the New Testament. Then each of these four living creatures has two sets of eagle's wings. One set is crossed, covering them. And the other, as we'll see today in verse 11, I'm going to pick it up here. And thus their faces were, and their wings were spread out upward. Two wings of each were joined one to another, and two covered their bodies. So here, Bob, it it seems like almost if our arms were locked, their wings were locked one to another. And this locking of their wings is really an indication typifying something of the coordination in God's move, isn't it? Yes, Chris. Um, You mentioned the eagle's wings. Well, in the Bible, the wings of an eagle typify God's grace, power, and strength applied to us. In Exodus 19, God said that he brought the children of Israel out of Egypt on eagles' wings. This means that the children of Israel did not bring themselves out of Egypt by their own strength and power. Rather, God applied to the children of Israel his own strength and power to rescue them from the Egyptian bondage. In Isaiah chapter 40, we read that those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength and will mount up with wings like eagles. And eagles' wings provide the strength and the power for the eagle to fly in the air. In Paul's epistles, Paul repeatedly said that even in the face of his own personal weaknesses, he was empowered by the grace of God to carry out God's work. This shows that Paul carried out his ministry not by his own strength, but by the grace, strength, and power of God himself. All right, let's get into it in more depth. Uh, Here's Witness Lee with uh, sharing on the four living creatures and these attached wings. This picture portrayed in this first chapter of Ezekiel are with the spiritual meanings. If you don't apply all of them to the spiritual meanings, they are just like nonsense. But if you apply them to all the spiritual things, you will see, my, it is so real, so practical, and so rich and so meaningful. Now, a further point. That is the coordination of the four living creatures. It says the four living creatures, they join together one to another by using their two wings. You know, they use their two wings for moving, and this moving is in a coordination. Their coordination is in the divine power, in the divine strength, in the divine supply, because the eagle wings are the very means for them to be coordinated one with another. 
the eagle wings are just God himself to be their power and strength. It is in these divine power and strength they are coordinated. Well, why we need to be coordinated? If you read this whole chapter, you will see the coordination of the four living creatures is for the expression of Christ, for manifesting Christ. Not only so, the coordination of the living creatures is also for the move of the Lord. The Lord moves in the center of the coordination of the living creatures. And number three, it is also for the divine administration, for the divine government. So the coordination of the living creatures is for three things, for manifesting Christ, for the Lord's move, and for God's divine government. Well, Bob, uh, we want to come back and talk about the answer to this question he posed. Why do we need the coordination? And these three reasons why we need the coordination. But initially, I'd like to go back to the point regarding the fact that it was the wings of the eagle that really showed that the coordination is not something just based on who we happen to get along with in the body of Christ or in our particular church. It has something divine associated with it, doesn't it? Yes, Chris. The coordination of the living creatures, which, again, we say portrays the coordination of the members of the body of Christ, is not something related to their human ability to get along with one another at all. In fact, it's absolutely related to God's divine grace, strength, and power. We need God to be our grace, our strength, and our power for us to coordinate together in the body of Christ. And, of course, the body of Christ is for the expression of Christ. It's also for God's move on the earth and for God's administration, that is, his kingdom. The Bible shows us that God needs a corporate people to be his expression, to be the means for him to move on the earth and to be his administration. God is not expressed through some very powerful and capable individuals. Neither does he move only by gifted individuals, nor does he administrate in his government by individuals. For these three things, God needs a corporate people who are produced by their experience of him as the wind, the cloud, the fire, and the electrum. These people who are the corporate body of Christ, need to be coordinated together, not in their own strength and power, but by God's strength and power through their enjoyment of the grace of God. It is through such a coordination by the divine grace, power, and strength that Christ can be expressed, that God can move on the earth to fulfill his eternal purpose, and that God can administrate in his divine government. Bob, let's take another moment and talk about this matter of the Lord's move. 
Our next program, just to give our listeners a little foretaste, really will be focused very much on this matter of the move that's brought up in the vision of Ezekiel chapter 1. But let's talk about it in a general sense, because we're talking about not a movement. We're talking about the Lord's move, and those are different, very different. If we go back and look in church history, in every age, in every generation, the Lord has desired to move on the earth, hasn't he? Yes, Chris, this is certainly true. In the Bible, we see that God is a God of purpose, and he has a move by which he accomplishes his purpose. God began to move when he created the heavens, the earth, and man to dwell upon the earth. He continued to move through the eight great men, such as Adam, Enoch, Enosh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the book of Genesis. It was not until the book of Exodus that God obtained a corporate people to be his expression, to be his move on the earth, and to be his kingdom on earth. The entire Bible is a record of God's move in and through his people to fulfill his divine purpose. In the New Testament, God moves in and through the church, which is the corporate body of Christ. God also is expressed and administrates his government through the church as Christ's body. All right, let's go on to verse 12. We see another aspect of this uh, moving with the four living creatures. And it says in verse 12, And each went straight forward. Wherever the Spirit was to go, they went, and they did not turn as they went. So here are these four joined, as we've been uh, discussing, and they always move in a straightforward direction. That doesn't mean they always move the same direction, but they never turn, and we'll see that that's significant in uh, this coming portion. Let's go back to Witness Lee. Then it says, everyone went straightforward. They don't turn, but sometimes some return. See, just by myself, if I walk to the north, I walk this way. Then if I walk to the east, I need a turn. I walk this way. Then I walk southward, I need another turn. Then if I walk westward, I need another turn. And what does this mean? You know, in the Lord's ministry, there's no turn. Everyone has to go on stage four. No turn. If I do everything in the church service, I need a lot of turns. I do the cleaning. I do the play of the piano. I do the singing. I do the speaking. I do everything. Then I need a lot of turns. But everyone has his function. You just go on straight forward. If there's a need of other direction, others would take care of that. But, listen, we all need to learn not just to walk straight forward, but we need to learn to walk sideways a little bit. And we also need to return a little bit. Our problem today is this. Either we do it all, or we don't do it all. But I tell you, in the coordinated way, there's no left turn, neither right turn. 
No turn. Either you walk straight forward or you walk backward or you just walk sideways. Every one of us has to learn to walk straight forward and to walk backward and to walk sideways to say amen to others, position, and ministry. We need to learn these four kinds of works. One thing more, we all have to be careful about when you walk straight forward. You have to walk according to the leading of the Spirit. It says, whither the Spirit went, they went. The one that walks straight forward has to be careful to follow the leading of the Spirit. Otherwise, the coordination will be broken. Bob, probably if most of us are honest about how things are carried out in our place, we see one or two that are doing all the moving and having to make a lot of turns in order to get everything done. And most everyone else doesn't move at all. But that's not quite the pattern that we see in Ezekiel, is it? No, Chris, this is not the pattern at all. According to the New Testament, all the believers in Christ are members of his body. They are not individuals, but they are parts of a corporate entity. As members of Christ's body, each one of us has a particular function, and not all have the same function. Nevertheless, because we are parts of a corporate body, we cannot live and move as individuals. We must coordinate with the other members of the body. The picture of the coordination of the four living creatures shows us the coordination in the body. In this coordination, one of the members walks straight forward, while two of them walk sideways and one walks backwards. This may seem to be like a very awkward way to move, but this picture is truly marvelous. In the coordination, one member, who is under the leading of the Spirit, may walk straight forward to accomplish a certain aspect of God's move according to his function and gift. The other members need to say amen to the function of this member who is walking straight ahead. They need to accommodate this member by moving sideways and backwards. If we know only how to move straight ahead and do not learn to move sideways and backwards, we cannot participate in the coordination of the body of Christ. If we serve the Lord and function in an individualistic way, we will frustrate God's move and we may even cause division in the body. Only by experiencing God as the wind, the cloud, the fire, and the electrum can we become living creatures who are willing and able to coordinate with one another. We all need to have the experience of God portrayed in Ezekiel, and we all need to learn the spiritual lessons of coordination. You know, it's really counter to the natural mind because you would think that, okay, we have all these members with their functions and their abilities. We need to turn them loose so they can all just run and, and accomplish so much. And in a sense, the picture that's portrayed here is very much a limitation. Yet God has restricted his move to this kind of limitation. Yes, Chris, this picture in Ezekiel 
shows us something very different from our natural concept. A movement, you mentioned this earlier um, in the program, a movement. What is a movement? Well, a movement is usually produced and led by a strong and capable individual who functions outside the coordination in the body. In other words, he's not coordinated, but he carries out his function in an independent way. Such a person may lead a movement. But God's move on the earth cannot be carried out by individuals. It can be carried out only by a corporate, coordinated body of Christ believers who learn how to walk straight forward under the leading of the Holy Spirit and also learn how to accommodate the functions of the other members of the body by walking either sideways or backwards. The strength and power typified by the eagle's wings also are shown in verse 13 and come out of the kind of coordination that we're talking about. Listen to this verse. As for the likeness of the living creatures, their appearance was like burning coals of fire, like the appearance of torches. The fire went to and fro among the living creatures, and the fire was bright, and out of the fire went forth lightnings, and the living creatures ran to and fro like the appearance of a lightning bolt. Just as you were describing, Bob, a lot is getting accomplished in the spiritual realm by taking this way, this kind of coordinating way. Here's Witness Lee with the last portion today. Let us see. What is the issue of this coordination? My, the issue of this coordination is marvelous. The issue is that all the living creatures now look like what? Look like not only the living creatures, not only the men, but also the burning coal. There is the fire with them. Because they are so much coordinated as well. God comes in. Who is this fair? God himself. They just become the burning coals. The burning is for three purposes. Number one, the burning is to burn out all negative things. The word of man will be burned out. The flesh will be burned out. The self-aim will be burned out. The self-goal, the self-seeking, the pride, the man's boast. All kinds of negative things will all be burned out. The burning of the coordination is also for making you fervent, for making you hot, for making you burning. There will be no coldness. No lukewarmness. In a proper coordinated church, surely there is a fervency. Everyone is on fire. Everyone is burning and burning. Then the burning in the coordination is producing the power. All people know today, in the modern age, all the powers come out of a kind of burning. Without burning, there's no power. You need the burning of the coordination. Then out of your burning, there will be the impact, the power. The negative things will be burned out. 
you will have the fervency and you will have the power, the impact. Praise the Lord. Bob, this strikes me as a most encouraging word to anybody listening, because the fire that we all want, we hear this kind of word, we all get stirred up. We would love to enter into this. But the fire is not determined by the measure of gift that we have. We know from the New Testament, some have a lot of gifts and some have less. But that doesn't determine the fire. What determines the fire is, are we willing to be joined in such a coordination? A good illustration of this, Chris, is the coming of the Holy Spirit as tongues of fire at Pentecost. This took place because 120 of the Lord's disciples prayed together for 10 days in one accord, and they coordinated together by practicing the oneness of the body. Certain ones among them moved straight forward according to the Spirit's leading, and the others coordinated with them by moving sideways and backwards. This was an important point in God's move on the earth. Without such a coordination, Pentecost could not have come. If we have the necessary experiences of God and are willing to learn to coordinate with our fellow believers in the body, God will be among us as a burning fire. None of us will be cold or lukewarm, but we all will be burned and burning. We will be genuinely fervent. There will also be a power and an impact among us. In such a situation, Christ will be expressed. God will accomplish his move, and God will have his administration among us. Well, it's so good to hear Witness Lee from these early days in 1971. You know, that was a long time ago. But these messages, listening to them again, have a renewed impact. They're so fresh. And uh, what a privilege that we can bring them to life again in these radio programs. Bob, of course, you're invited back as often as you're able to come. Thank you, Chris. We hope also that you will continue to join us for these programs day by day. And please contact us about getting the printed Life Study messages. We just can't recommend these enough. They're such an invaluable resource. If these messages, if this kind of speaking are touching something in you, then we do hope you contact us and get the printed messages for yourself or read them online. You can reach us toll-free at 1-888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 888-543-3788. Or write to us, Living Stream Ministry, Post Office Box 2121, Anaheim, California, 92814. Or send email to radio at LSM. We hope you join us for our next program. For Bob Danker, I'm Chris Wilde. Thank you very much for listening today. You've been listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee. Brought to you by Living Stream Ministry, publisher and distributor of the works of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee. If you'd like to contact us, just email radio at lsm.org or call us toll-free at 1-888-LIFE-STUDY. That's 1-888-543-3788. Thanks for listening.